Have you ever wondered how your sales performance compares against your competitors and peers? The B2B Sales Benchmark Report provides the definitive guide to what success looks like in 2021. See how you compare in terms of win rate, sales cycle, average deal value, relationships, and engagement. You can see the results and get the full report at ebster.com forward slash B2B dash sales dash benchmarks. This is Sales Ops Demystified, the number one most downloaded podcast in sales operations. We invite the brightest minds in sales ops onto the show to deconstruct the what, why, and how behind rep productivity, forecasting, metrics, and all things revenue. This podcast is brought to you by EBSA, a revenue intelligence platform used to identify risk in the pipeline and score customer engagement, and is sponsored by the Global Sales Operations Association and the UK Revenue Operations Network. Hello. And welcome to another very special episode of the Sales Ops Demystified podcast. And today we are joined by a true legend in the game, Don Otvis, currently uh, running revenue operations at Lean Data. Don, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. So super excited to have you on, Don, for, for a number of reasons. Reason number one, you have worked at Sales Loft You've worked at Yammer. You have been in the sales ops game for a long time. So obviously that's great. We, we love that. Number two is that, as I mentioned to you before we started recording, Lean Data has popped up both where previous guests have worked, but also where previous guests actually use you guys. Um, so I want to talk about your journey in sales ops, but I also want to talk about your view of sales slash rev ops at the moment, because obviously you're leading rev ops sure. at the leading rev ops platform. <laughs> so Let's get straight into this. Now, when did you first uh, decide or uh, arrive upon the world of sales operations? Yeah, sales operations. So it's, it's interesting. I, uh, I was actually working at MuleSoft. Uh, this, is, this would be back in uh, 2007, 2008. So this is back when I know MuleSoft is like, you know, they, they had a, a great exit. They got purchased by Salesforce. Back when I was there, it was just, you know, uh, 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 Ross Mason and, and like uh, about, you know, 75, 80 of us. And, uh, I, I was working for a VP of sales that I had worked for previously. So this was the second time I had worked with him. I was a, I was a quota carrying rep. And, uh, as you know, you know, 2008 was, was the last time we kind of went through an economic, uh, downturn and, uh, we went through a, we went through a series of layoffs and I got laid off. And, um, the, the, the VP of sales that I was working for at the time, his name is Phil Bradley. Um, he, he sat me down. He's like, hey, we're going to have a layoff today. You know, things happen. Um, nothing against you personally, um, but I'm not going to be a reference for you if you, uh, if you take another sales job. And I was like, wait, what? Like, he's, like, he's like, I'm happy to be a reference for you if you go into sales operations. He's like, mm. I've worked for you at two companies. Uh, you know, you've been a rep at both. And he's like, you're, you're a, you're a, you're a C minus B plus rep, right. Or B minus C plus rep. Right. 
is like you're relatively reliable. You don't you don't <laughs> knock it out of the park, but you're not you know you're not you're not flailing and failing either. Um, but having worked with you two companies, I think that you really have a passion for sales operations. You know, you're the one everyone turns to when they need to get something done in Salesforce. If we got to run a report, if we got to build a dashboard, if we got to load leads or do anything in Salesforce, you know, you're the one everyone turns to. And he's like, I really think for you in your career, this is something you should really pursue. And so um, I got laid off. Uh, I took some time off and um, he ended up connecting me with a, with a recruiter who, uh, who specialized in, in placing people that, uh, that do uh, sales operations. His name was Mark Gentry. Um, and, and Mark and I had worked together before uh, as well at, at another company uh, prior. Um, and he placed me at Yammer. And, and so when I, when I interviewed Yammer, the, the funny thing was, and when I talked to David Sachs, and again, this is when Yammer was maybe 20, 30 people, um, you know, he w- David was much more interested in finding people that were passionate about you know, what they were doing and, and rather than the experience than they had. Right. So like when I interviewed with him, I, we had used Yammer at Mealsoft and I basically walked him through everything that I liked about the product, everything I hated about the product. And, and it got to the end of the interview. And I didn't, I don't think I talked about maybe a handful of things about sales ops. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll give you a chance. I'll hire you. And so that was really my, my first, you know, bite at the apple of, of doing sales operations was, was David Sachs taking a chance on hiring someone who's never done it before um, to basically take the sales team there, which had just bought Salesforce. So it was a brand new instance. No one had done anything to it, right? I'm like, hey, just give me three weeks. Let me, let me, you know, three, four weeks. Let me set up some, you know, basic functions and, and some processes around what we're going to do. And then we'll run with it. And, uh, that's what we ended up doing. Uh, that was, I joined in, I think it was February of 2010. And then, you know, by, by June of 2012, you know, we were, we were sold to Microsoft. Uh, for 1.2 billion, and and by the time that I left, uh, about nine months later, uh, we were at 80 million dollar ARR run rate. So it was like, okay, maybe I maybe I'm good at this sales operations thing. Maybe it's something I should continue to do. So that was really my my first my first uh, foray was was getting everything set up at Yammer, uh, setting up those processes, and working working with the different teams. You know, again because. Then, as in now, sales, you know, sales operations, revenue operations is something that touches every team. And, and it was very much that way at, at Yammer. It was great to be able to work with people in product, uh, you know, people on the engineering team, people in marketing, you know, people, people, I mean, it was, you know, our sales enablement person was so good that she ended up doing enablement for the entire company as an, from an HR perspective. So, you know, it was just, Yammer was a really, it was a really fantastic uh, experience, a great company to work for. And, uh, it was it was where I got my first my first uh, tour of duty uh, uh, doing sales operations. It's almost like if if there's a CEO or founder here running a tech company and they want to sell to a bigger tech company, they need they, they need to bring Don on the team, right? Because it's been MuleSoft, Microsoft, SAP have acquired companies whilst you're oh, yeah. running sales ops there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and and, and it's funny. I mean, like I I mean, sales ops is it's the it's you know it's it's my team that ends up being closest to the numbers outside of finance, right? So finance can definitely tell a story. They can paint a picture, you know, with, with ones and zeros. But I think, you know, RevOps is much closer to the sales team. Uh, so there, there you can paint the picture of, you know, who are the people we, we're selling to? What, why, why are they buying? You know, what is it about our offering that is causing people to say, you know, I, I want to do, I, I want to purchase what this, what this company is selling. 
Um, and so I think, you know, us being able to, 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 to tell that story, uh, uh, you know, and, 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 and if you are looking for an exit, right, you know, that is a story you need to make sure you're, you're really good at telling, um, you know, sales ops, rev ops is able to, to help paint that picture. So what, uh, like a, a really interesting point, were you or the sales ops team or lead involved in helping the uh, founder CEO through the acquisition process or through communicating the value of, of the business as that, as they happened? I mean, not, not directly. I mean, I, I never, I was never involved directly with doing anything like with, with, with what we were doing with Microsoft when that purchase occurred, you know, but, but, you know, David, you know, and, 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 and other founders that I've worked with other CEOs, you know, they, they rely very heavily on, 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 on sales ops and rev ops to help them put together board decks. Right. So it's like, you know, if, if we need to, if we need to <clears throat> show, you know, certain things in certain ways to, 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 to demonstrate, you know, AR growth, for example, you know, do we, do we see more growth that's happening in, in new customers or is there something we can tell in the upsell story, you know, is it from growth in price? Is it from growth of users? Is it from growth in product? You know, it's usually, you know, my team that's put, that's doing that and putting that together. So that when you put, so that when you, you have the CEO putting that deck together, that they are then presenting, if they are looking for an exit, you know, that you, you know, that the data that you're, that you put together is getting used for those, for those discussions. Makes total sense. Little curveball now from your extensive sales ops experience, what do you think is the most important skill set that a sales ops lead or team member needs? This is like one of my favorite questions. I, I, my experience has been that some of the best sales ops people that I have worked with are people that actually were a sales rep at one time. It's, it's typically not somebody that's, that's a, you know, finance, you know, accounting major, you know, that came out, that came out from, from a numbers background. Uh, but it's actually someone who has, has experienced the pain of being a salesperson and having to have, you know, used tech and tried to make tech work for them. Um, you know, usually, you know, if you've had that, if you have that empathy in you, uh, from a RevOps perspective, you know, you are probably going to be a much better person in that function because you have, you've, you've walked the walk of, 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 you know, of, of, of a salesperson, you understand the pain that they go through. And, and if you have the attitude of trying to solve for that pain, uh, you know, I, I, I just really believe you, you're going to have a, have a much better experience and a much more much you have much more success uh in 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 your approach if if you if you have that background you have empathy for the customer now so does that mean don that you only hire people into your team in sales or revels roles that have sales experience no absolutely not (laughs) but i it really depends it depends on the function right like like i I can tell you uh we, we hire we just recently hired a data analyst on my team uh, you know, he has a banking background, has never done tech, has never worked at a startup. So, so, you know, that, that piece of it was a wholesale change for him, you know, but he has the numbers background and can, and can make numbers sing. Right. So like that's, that's, and that's really what I wanted. So I didn't care that he didn't have a sales you know rep background. I didn't care that he, that he, that he, you know, hadn't worked at a startup. It didn't matter to me. Um, what mattered is that he can, he could take numbers and, and help me paint the picture that I wanted to paint, uh, with it. And, and he's, he, you know, 
it was it was a little bit of a change, culture shift for him. Uh, but he's he's experiencing a lot of a success at at Lean Data now. Um, you know, uh, with that shift uh, because of his background. So it's you don't always need, you don't you know it's, you don't have to have a hundred percent of your team you know be uh, you know people that that carried a bag. Um, but but one of the things I always try to keep an eye out for is you know. If I find uh, there is an ADR or SDR or, or an AE uh, that seems to have a, a more of a, a RevOps mindset, you know, I kind of keep that in the back of my head mm, yeah. in the event that, you know, if I do have an opening and they want to give it a shot, it's like, hey, do you want to take this path? Here's, here's a path that, that could be open to you that you might enjoy, right? Just, just as the, uh, the person you mentioned at the start of the show did to you uh, in your journey. Oh, Yeah. Oh, uh, but when I went to Yammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, your old... Oh, absolutely. The, yeah. Yeah, David. I mean, David Sachs. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure if you you realize yeah, what I'm, I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I'm aware. He's. Uh, I listened to a podcast with him. Yeah. Oh there. yeah, PayPal Mafia. Yeah, I mean, he he's the one that gave me my shot. I mean, I would not. I would not be where I am today had had David not given me that chance at Yammer uh, back in 2010. Got it. Um, okay, cool. Now I want to transition into RevOps. My question for you, Don, is did you convert to RevOps pre or post lean data? Uh, Rev, so RevOps is, is, I went into lean data with, with, with the attitude of RevOps. So when I interviewed, you know, one of the things I did was a little bit of homework on, on our, our founder, uh, Evan, Evan Lang. So, uh, you know, Evan, Evan very much has the philosophy that uh, revenue operation, you know, it's not sales operation. Sales operations is a is a silo, uh, you know, not a silo. A silo is a bad word. It's a, it's a component of of revenue operations. Revenue operations really spans the the entire customer journey from from you know when someone enters your marketing system, uh, how they get treated, how they how they flow through that system over to sales, and then of course sales operations is you know everything you're doing within the the sales side. So Salesforce, everything they're touching. Sales loft, all the different tools uh, through the through the closed one process, and then of course once they're closed one, you have a C, you probably have a CX team that is going to handle that handle them as a customer, and then handle them for upsells and renewals. So really, you know that customer that customer success operations piece as well. That's really the breadth of of, of what revenue what we well, what we envision revenue operations to be. And so, you know, that, that is what I presented when I, when I, when I met with uh, the executive team at, at Lean Data when I was interviewing last year. And it, was, it, was, it just resonated with them because it's, it's something that they, that they see as well. And it's really, it's really the attitude that I've taken is that, you know, if, if, if revenue operations can own the customer journey and, and make that the most amazing, you know, experience for, for, that, for that customer, you know, you're probably going to get more customers. And and there's a lot of points, right? There's a lot of points along the way, along that journey, you know, where where things can go wrong, right? From from you know, submitting a submitting a web form and having too many too many fields to fill out, right? Like, why would you want that experience? Well, you know, marketing says we need to collect all this information. Well, I can tell you from RevOps, we have we have sales tech that can, you know, you just give me the email, I'll fill everything else out for you. Oh, okay. Well, now 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 we can not, well, now we can ask for four fields. You know, and what does that do? It makes it a better customer experience, right? So, you know, having having that breadth of of knowledge of you know the different tools that you have at your disposal in order to make that customer experience, that customer journey, uh, you know, the most you know amazing, enriching thing 
uh, from start to finish. Um, you know, I think I think that's 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 kind of what encapsulates you know what the RevOps function is, and it, and it's, it is something that we that we talk about at 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 Lean Data a lot. It is something that we you know inadvertently we're doing at SalesOft as well. Um, and I just I just think that there's a general move towards towards having you know revenue operations own more of that function uh, so that so that we can help right like you know it's 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 having having that understanding and knowledge of of what to do does nothing but improve uh, what those efficiencies are in in those handoffs that happen between marketing sales and sales and and, and customer success. So did you manage the synchronization and those handoffs? with CS and marketing previously, just through relationships with counterparts in those other departments? Like, how did you manage this when you, like in the past 10 years, whilst you were doing sales operations? Yeah, I mean, like prior to that, it was it was much more just a, just a like, hey, we got to make sure that we're on the same page, right? Like, you're not on my team, I'm not on your team, but we have the same end goal. So let's just make sure that we're, we're, in, we're in communication so that we know what we're doing. But but there but it wasn't like you know it wasn't like I was sitting in every meeting where you know for example in my 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 other my other example you know hear somebody say that we got to have you know fifteen fields on a form fill for a web page right like if I saw that I might you know if I saw that I might go back and go hey well why are we doing that you know maybe we don't want to do that here's why you know and I could I could maybe you know uh, uh, propose that we make a change uh, but but the level of influence you know if you're if you're not Connected in the same umbrella, uh, the level of influence I think is is less, and and that the ability to get things done might not be as high. That makes sense. And so, the something is causing there to be a greater uh, return by combining these teams. Something in the market, and for me, it's it's technology. I, I think. Yeah, I mean, oh, technology is a big. I mean, technology and process, right? So, like you know. I think one of the things that we see, um, you know, as a RevOps team is, is we can identify, you know, where things are getting stuck, um, you know, across the entire, you know, end to end, uh, uh, journey, uh, and, and then help jump in to figure out, okay, what do we know that exists? What do we have today? What technology are we using? What processes can we put in place for processes that we've had experience with, uh, to address the issue that we're having to get it resolved as, as quickly as possible. Makes total sense. Don, I would like you to just give a brief overview of, of the Lean Data platform because it's obviously very relevant to the audience. Could you just yeah. uh, quickly explain how uh, the platform can help a rev or sales ops person? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, ran into, I ran into Lean Data, I think back when it first started. I, I was at Data Hug, so this was probably like 2015 or so. Um, you know, I think... You know, again, like if you're if you're a sales, you're not going to be a lean data customer unless you're using Salesforce. One of the issues that everybody has in Salesforce, right? This isn't this isn't unique to anybody. It's it's unique to being a Salesforce customer. Is the issue of of leads and how they convert to contacts and how they get associated mm-hmm. properly and assigned properly uh, uh, within your system. So that whole process of you know when a lead comes in, making sure that it goes to the right person. And then that person replies with the right message, you know, with the right context of understanding, you know, why is it this person came into the system? What am I doing with it now? That whole lead to account matching flow is something that native in Salesforce does not work. 
well at all. And and I think it's it's a pain that everybody, you know, anybody at a at a RevOps sales ops level has experienced to some degree, depending on, you know, probably the level of of flow of of leads that you have. And 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 that's and that's really what uh, lean data solves in, in an elegant way with a, with a drag and drop interface. Uh, you don't need to know any coding, um, and 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 so that when you have you know leads come in, you can trigger them to get routed uh, based on any fields that are in Salesforce. Uh, so that you know if there is an open opportunity, if there is an existing account, if they are a customer, right? If there is an open case, right? Maybe they have a support case open. Um, if if a, if a ADR is talking to them or has activity, right? Any of those, any of those. Uh, 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 features of, of that person when they come into your system can be leveraged to make sure that it gets to the right person. And then when that person follows up, they understand why it got assigned to them and, and what is the right context to follow up with, right? Because uh, I think the last thing you want, because what you because what happens if you don't have that is you have leads that come in, you know, an SDR follows up and the and the person goes, oh, I'm already, I'm already talking to someone at your company, or I'm already a customer, or you know, you know, that that SDR, that first line salesperson has none of the context of understanding, you know, how does this person relate in my system? I don't know. They just came in as a lead, and I'm trying to follow up on it. So that that's really the the main the main pain that that lean data solves. But the beauty of lean data, you know, is that we can actually apply that 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 ability to route objects to any object in Salesforce. And, and, it can, and it can be standard objects or custom objects. And so if you have custom objects that need to get assigned, you have, you have things like cases. Uh, if you're doing a lot of, uh, of changes to your territories and you need to do a reassignments frequently, um, you know, Lean Data, has, Lean Data is the platform that allows you to do that in an, in an easy uh, and, and elegant way. Lovely, really good explanation. I've felt the pain of the leads versus contacts debate in previous in a previous life. So um, that there will be links. Anyone listening, there'll be links to Lean Data uh, around or below this audio slash video. Uh, Don, now the most important question: Who in the world of sales operations would you most like to take for lunch? Oh, take to lunch? Gosh, I've I've met so many fantastic people. Um. God, who would I want to meet that I haven't met yet? Oh no, so it could be someone that you do already know. Oh man! So I, I'll tell you this. I, I will tell you. I think the one of the one of the biggest shifts in my in my career, and then like the and the, the way a way that I look at things from a from a RevOps perspective, uh, where it changed the most was was after I met uh, Pete Kazanji. Uh, uh, Pete, at the time that I met Pete. Um, I got introduced to him through First Round Capital. Um, First Round Blog had had interviewed me while I was at Data Hug to talk about my experience at Yammer. And uh, as part of as part of being in that in that ecosystem, um, I got introduced to Pete because Pete had just sold his company Talent Bin to Monster. Um, and you know he he was looking at it of like, okay, what do I do next? And he's like, you know what I want to solve for? I want to solve for the problem of founders that don't know how to do sales, right? So, so he was trying to tackle the, I don't want you know, people to have to reinvent the wheel, right? I wanna, I wanna be able to provide a way for people to learn from each other uh, about sales operations so that, so that you know, if someone's running into a problem, they can, they can pose a question in a forum and then, and then get an answer and be able to, you know, and be able to leverage that knowledge in, in doing what they're doing. 
And so he started something called Modern Sales Pros, invited me to a dinner that he was having at the first round office. There was about, I think there was about 20 or 30 of us in that first meeting. Uh, and it was just other, it was just other people that, that, that Pete had run into in the sales ops ecosystem here in San Francisco. And it was just like, Hey, let's just sit down and talk about like, if you have this problem, what do you do? And we all broke into groups and we did it. And modern sales pros grew from that 20 people to, I mean, I think the mail, the mail list now has like 11,000, 12,000 people on it. It's a, it's kind of, it's kind of incredible. And it's, and it's a, it's a great forum. If you're not a part of it, you know, you, it's an invite only. So you, you need to kind of figure out how to reach out to Pete and ask to get added to it, or you can reach out to me and I can get you an invite. Um, there's no profit motive. I mean, the, the, you know, the only things that they really charge for is to cover expenses if they do events. And, and so it makes it a very tightly moderated, you know, neutral forum for, for RevOps folks like me to go like, oh my gosh, I'm having this problem. What do you all do when you have this problem? And people are more than happy to tell you like, oh yeah, look at, you try this process or look at this product. And I learn, I learn stuff in that forum on an almost daily basis of, of, of approaches to, to issues, um, you know, new products that are in the market, you know, things that are popping up, you know, things that, ways to use things that are already out there in different ways. Um, so, you know, Pete is probably my, my, my sales ops hero, uh, in that, in that instance, um, you know, a lot of what I've learned, a lot of how I've grown has been a result of, you know, what I've done through, uh, being a member of modern sales pros and, and how I've leveraged that through, uh, you know, uh, when I was at SalesLoft and now I'm at Lean Data. Shout out to Pete and modern sales pros. We'll link below for modern sales pros. Um, I'm aware yeah, of the community absolutely. and I wasn't uh, like... That's astounding, 11,000 members. Amazing. Don, thank you. Uh, we're actually gone a bit over time, but it's fine because there's been some, some serious wisdom laid down here. Uh, I want to thank yeah. you for coming on and sharing the story, sharing your thoughts on RevOps, sharing more about Lean Data. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time. You bet. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sales Ops Demystified Podcast. If you are listening on a podcast listening application, then please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any questions about the show, if you know a guest, or if you have any questions about sales operations, just hit me up at tomhunt at ebster.com. That's tomhunt at ebster.com.